Hello, hello, hello. This is Adolf Vega from 3dr2d.com, and I'm doing a quick introduction to this podcast. You may be wondering why this podcast is being reposted, and it's simply because the movie itself is getting re-released. There is going to be a Fathom Events for They Shall Not Grow Old, and it's going to be December 7th, 17th, and 18th. So just have to look on Fathom Events and to get your location and to get uh, times and dates. But I want to be able to put this up before that, so that way you can see this in 3D, because currently there is a Blu-ray out of this, but it's not in 3D. So the only way you can see this 3D is to see it in the theaters for the time being. So if you want to see this in 3D, if you're interested after you listen to this review, then you need to watch it. So that's the only way I want to make sure that everyone who's interested has an opportunity, hopefully, to be able to watch it again in 3D. Um, since it's kind of you know a three-day only event, I want to try to give you guys a heads up and make plans and do everything you can to be able to watch it. So that's why I'm reposting this podcast. Now on to the show. Let's go watch it in 2D, no, let's go watch it in 3D, but if we watch it in 3D, then is it worth the cost? When they came to us, they were frightened children and had to be made into soldiers. All right, boys, here it comes. We're in the pictures. (laughs) Hello, 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 this is Adolf Vega, and today I am with Jake Jarvis. And we are reviewing They Shall Not Grow Old. I did not watch this, so um, I'm just here kind of to help guide the conversation. It's a documentary on the First World War directed by Peter Jackson. He took, uh, he went to Imperial War Museum in the British um, Archive and and poured through hundreds of hours of recordings of uh, World War I vets uh, who audio recorded their experiences and poured through the hundreds of hours of footage of cameramen who actually shot film in World War I. Uh, and with modern restoration techniques, uh, painstakingly uh, colorized the footage, converted it to 3D, uh, had lip readers uh read uh, the lips of the people in the scenes, and many of them, they uh, dubbed in appropriate uh, actors to recreate what that person might have sounded like, or, or similar, to create, it's an astonishing achievement. So, let's get into the 3D itself. How was it? Oh, it was spectacular. It was one of the best conversions it starts off really flat because they show you what the stuff looks like before and and then it slowly seeps and boom to create real depth and because they were really showing you what this stuff looked like before they converted it. Does anything pop out or, or no? Uh, not really. It's really more in depth, but some of it does come up of the marching because there's lots and lots of marching. Because this was uh, 
the first modern war and the last one that was more on foot and with uh, animals. It's a, uh, oh, I should point this out before. It, this is an R-rated film. It's uh, very violent. It's war, no kidding. Uh, there's And there's lots of animal death. So, so parents, take that into consideration if you decide to take your kiddos to see this. So going back to the 3D, um, was there anything that really stood out? Any specific scenes or, or just all of it was really great? Oh, it was really great. But some of the things that really stood out, and there were some battle scenes that were breathtaking. I mean, of course, none of them look like the No Man's Land scene in Wonder Woman, uh, because that was all Hollywood. Uh, but for footage shot by some a poor slub in a trench holding a wooden box and cranking uh, in the middle of a war zone getting shelled, uh, flamethrowed, and shot at, you know, this stuff looks remarkable. I mean, occasionally some of it comes across looking like a Call of Duty World War One, but because of the grain, because, you know, the film emulsions made a real grainy film. But this is, you could, you could feel like, sometimes you could feel like you could reach out and touch these people. It really created a, you got a real sense of what it was like to fight in the Eastern Front in World War One which just commemorated uh, it's the end of it, its 100-year uh, end. So what would you give it as a rating for the 3D itself? Uh, I would go very strong. Recommended to see this in 3D. So great 3D? Yeah, great 3D. Okay, so on to the movie itself. You say it's a documentary. Now, I'm not a war buff. Um, I, I would try not to really watch war movies because I'm not really, you know, I can't handle the guts. I'm just plain simple. Is this something that I could watch too? Or is it just going to be guts after guts and, you know? Uh, it's not guts after guts. But uh, you like, uh, there are some scenes where there are people killed on camera, but because of the technology of filming uh their distant shots the only close-ups you see are the aftermath and then some people being carried on stretchers uh there aren't scenes of people's guts hanging out over and over and over and over again uh this isn't like a saw movie so it's not like the, you know, I'm talking about those kind of war movies that we get out every couple years that are just, like, gruesome to no end. You know, it's not like that. No, it's not like that at all. Uh, and, and you will definitely, and you don't even have to be a buff to get into this movie. Uh, it really explains the war, uh, the players, why. It really you'll get you'll get a full understanding of why World War One happened. Now, um, I saw Hacksaw Ridge, and I I really like it. It's just incredibly brutal. Um, how similar do you think you know the kind of gore factor to Hack Hacksaw Ridge is? Do you have you seen that one or no? Yeah, Hacksaw Ridge is a lot gorier. Okay. <laughs> uh, this may affect people more because that's fiction. And you will know that when you see a picture of a German slumped over 
uh, a barbed wire fence with a hole in him, you know he's that's a real person who died. Uh, one of the things to keep in perspective, since this was all over a hundred years ago, these people would have passed on already. So this is history. That helps me handle it somewhat. Uh, the what I what got me more was this dead horses. Now, um, do you think this would actually be good for like a high school? You know, as a war movie to watch to you know kind of get people in, you know not interested, but to cover actually World War One like in high school, or to be too graphic for that. No, it'd be perfect, uh, especially if you got because high school guys are at the age. It's mostly guys, but it's some women a, a gun ho jingoistic. Uh, this will uh, smarten them up right away. Okay, so it sounds like this is a fantastic movie, a fantastic documentary, and it's a hundred percent documentary. It's not like you know fake stuff put in here and there. It's a hundred percent real, right? Yeah, it's, the only thing that's not real is there's some dubbing of the silent footage and sound effects and foley added, and then there's narration taken from hundreds of hours of vets, and it's edited together to create a story of of coming to war and leaving and the fighting on the Eastern Front. Okay, so it's not like one of those documentaries that are kind of misleading or, you know, emo play with your emotions or, you know, pepper in fiction with the facts. It's not like that. Nope. This is, uh, is and, uh, and Peter Jacks, and they're completely upfront about, we've dubbed this, we've done that, you know, so you even know what to, uh, you know this footage you're seeing, this the the people speaking aren't the exact people that spoke. But the lip readers say that's what they said. Okay, so what would you give this at a one out of ten? Ten. Oh wow. This okay. Is probably the best world this is the best World War One documentary I have ever seen. Wow. I guess probably the best documentary of twenty eighteen. Uh, easily. Okay. And one of the best 3D films to come out this year. Okay. The highest recommendation from Jake. But I guess that's going to be it. Okay, before this podcast wraps up, I want to thank my patrons. Thank you, David and Mr. Bengal5 for your financial support on Patreon.com. So that's going to be it for this podcast. You can find us, 3dor2d.com, on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, and so much more. Just look for 3D or 2D. You can also send us your listener mail. Our email address is email 3D or 2D at gmail.com. Links are in the description. Thank you for listening and or watching. Bye. 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 Goodbye. Bye, everyone.